1: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: The SEC is looking into Elon again. I know, shocker, right? your news update and we talk printers on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend for April 16th, 2022, I'm Joshua Stark. Elon Musk's huge Twitter investment took a new twist Tuesday with the filing of a lawsuit alleging that the colorful billionaire illegally delayed disclosing his stake in the social media company so that he could buy more shares at lower prices. The complaint in New York federal court accuses Musk of violating a regulatory deadline to reveal that he had accumulated a stake of at least 5%. Instead, according to the complaint, Musk didn't disclose his position in Twitter until he had almost doubled his stake to more than 9%. America's housing market has grown increasingly frenzied, and prices are out of reach for many buyers, especially first timers. The spring, Traditionally, the busiest season for home sales is likely to deliver frustration and disappointment for aspiring home buyers than it is home ownership. The number of homes for sale nationally remains near record lows, fueling fierce competition among buyers vying for fewer homes. From Los Angeles to Raleigh, North Carolina, where a house does hit the market, it sells within days. Bidding wars are common, often driving the price well above what the owner was asking, and would-be buyers planning to finance their purchase with a home loan are often losing out to investors and others able to buy a home with cash. A quarter of all homes sold in February were purchased with cash, up from 22% a year ago according to the National Association of Realtors. Real estate investors accounted for 19% of transactions in February, up from 17% a year ago. Congress has appropriated tens of billions of dollars for a variety of programs to help fill the digital gap exposed by the pandemic when millions of people were locked down in their homes with no way to study, work, get online, medical health care. The first of these funds are reaching municipalities, businesses, and other groups involved in the effort. But some supply issues, labor shortages, and geographic constraints will slow the rollout. But there's a bottleneck in the supply of fiber. Michael Bell, Senior Vice President and General Manager of Corning Optical Communications, based in Charlotte, North Carolina, says the issue lies with the supply of the protective jacket that surrounds the hair-thin strands of glass that carry information on beams of light. Currently, some working to expand broadband say delays in getting the fiber optic cable they need can exceed a year. A Florida man linked to dozens of motorized golf cart thefts in the upper Midwest was sentenced Tuesday to two years in federal prison. The FBI began investigating Nathan Rodney Nelson in July 2019 after the Cass County Sheriff's Office in Fargo, North Dakota asked for help in solving a series of golf cart thefts starting in 2017 in the Dakotas, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Nelson, a former Minnesota resident living in Apollo Beach, Florida, was eventually arrested in June 2020 while he was caught trying to steal golf carts from a dealer in Donaldsonville, Georgia. He was also carrying pre-printed serial number labels and burglary tools. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Band's Weekend. Stick around for more news.
1: Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This
0: week's State of the Bands blog includes a Gene Splice a Day Keeps the Doctor Away, maybe? Our weekly Elon Tracker, for some reason. And Royce and I give Warren a printer, because apparently he needs one. All this and more in this week's State of the Bands blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now let's go to the President and CEO of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce! When was the last time you spliced some jeans? Um, I think late '80s, early '90s.
2: Grunge was in about then. I think that that was the last time I spliced jeans. I was gonna say you bent down the
0: other day, and yeah, that. Oh uh, no, I didn't do that. Was, there, there was definitely a gene splicing there. No, it was probably a groaning. But you know, let's 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 get back to the article. Not talking about those kind <laughs> of jeans. No. no. Uh, it's that time of year again, the time which we check on the status of infamous labs or scientific f- figures. I don't know what's going on here. Ari gave us another arbitrage digest about about science gone wrong. It didn't go wrong. It just was a little bit to the left
2: or maybe to the right. I don't even know where, where it stands at this point. Uh, way, but- way off to the left. Yeah, so this Chinese um, bi- biophysicist was recently released from jail after serving three years for splicing children's genes—three children, to be specific. Hence the three years. Um, but apparently, it was it was considered unethical, and he was fired from um, what was his name in the university, Southern University of Science and Technology in Sichuan. But um, it was kind of actually cool, in my opinion. Because, basically, the gene that he was splicing made the kids immune to HIV.
0: So, it's really cool. He used this thing called CRISPR-Cas9, and that might sound familiar because it was initially uncovered in 2019. A total of three children were altered to be immune from HIV. He changed their CCR5 genes, and wow... But apparently, it's not perfect, and there there comes the risk, right? Yeah. Um. When you tear a page from a book, you know how it it's got jagged edges and all this, and sometimes the words don't really follow, and uh, you know it, it's it's kind of a mess. While the whole book might not be ruined, um, that that little single page could be lost but While you're splicing a gene this is
2: like surgery surgery is so precise i mean and specifically to that gene location and 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 sequence i mean come on come on
0: yeah but apparently uh he jing kui by the way congratulations yeah. on that one that's the guy uh, apparently using this crispr cast 9 is more of a chainsaw than a scalpel uh, that could be bad, depending on how much you're ripping. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but uh, we've got a few... <laughs> we've got a, another person here that was talked about. You can check that out in our article on the Arbitrage or arbitragetrade.com blog. And, by the way, this is not going to be the end of this. I mean, look at Star Trek. The Eugenics Wars... Con! Yes. Thank you, nerds. You're welcome. I
2: I, I like the the new version of that, first steel version. And the new movie. They they did a slight adaptation.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Benedict Cumberbatch person? Yes, that guy. That kind of was con, but wasn't con? Exactly. We could talk about this all day long, but we've got more show to do. More after this. Live long and prosper.
1: Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls.
0: The familiar sights and sounds are still there, the scuffed and faded floor tiles, the relentless beige-on-beige color scheme, the toddler's clothes and refrigerators, and pretty much everything in between. There's even a canned recording that begins, attention Kmart shoppers, except it's to remind folks about COVID-19 precautions and not to alert them to a flash sale over in ladies' lingerie like the days of old. Many of the shelves are bare, though, at the Kmart in Avenel, New Jersey, picked over by bargain hunters as the store prepares to close its doors for good April 16th. Once it shutters, the number of Kmarts in the U.S., well over 2,000, will be down to three in the continental U.S., and a handful of stores elsewhere, according to multiple reports. In a retail world now dominated by Walmart, Target, and Amazon, the demise of the store in the middle-class suburb, 15 miles south of New York City, is the tale of the death of the discount department store. You're always thinking about it because stores are closing all over, but it's still sad, said cashier Michelle Yavorsky who said she has worked at the Avenel store for two and a half years. I'll miss the place. A lot of people shopped here. In its heyday, Kmart sold product lines endorsed by celebrities Martha Stewart and Jacqueline Smith, sponsored NASCAR auto races, and was mentioned in movies including Rain Man and Beetlejuice. It was name-dropped in songs by artists from Eminem to the Beastie Boys to Hall & Oates. In 2003, m M&M and bought a 29-room suburban Detroit mansion once owned by former Kmart chairman Chuck Conaway. The chain cemented a place in America culture with its blue light specials, a flashing blue orb affixed to a pole that would beckon shoppers with a flash sale in progress. Part of its success was due to its early adoption of layaway programs, which allowed customers who lacked credit to reserve items and pay for them in installments. For a time, Kmart had a little bit of everything. You could shop for your kids' back-to-school supplies, get your car tuned up, and grab a meal without leaving the premises. Kmart was a part of America, said Michael Lesky, A Baltimore-based author who has written several books on US retail history. Everybody went to Kmart, whether you liked it or not, they had everything. You had toys, you had sporting goods, you had candy, you had stationery. It was something for everybody, and it was almost as much of a social visit as a shopping visit. You could spend hours there, and these just dotted the American landscape over the years. Kmart's decline has been slow but steady, brought about by years of falling sales, changes in shopping habits, and the looming shadow of Walmart, which coincidentally began its life within months of Kmart's founding in 1962. Struggling to compete with Walmart's low prices and Target's trendier offerings, Kmart filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in early 2002, becoming the largest U.S. retailer to take that step, and announced it would close more than 250 stores. A few years later, hedge fund executive Edward Lampert combined Sears and Kmart and pledged to return them to their former greatness, but the recession and the rising dominance of Amazon contributed to derailing those goals. Sears filed for Chapter 11 in 2018 and currently has a handful of stores left in the U.S. where it once had thousands. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Band's weekend. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh,
1: you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice.
0: Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts.
1: What? No!
0: Yep and my dorky dad hat, and I'm gonna do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it.
1: Seriously? Why?
0: Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seat belts without giving me a hard time.
2: It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion.
1: Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled.
0: Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time.
1: What, what? No! no!
2: Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more.
0: Even on a budget,
1: quality is non-negotiable. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Information.
0: Royce, our weekly check-in with Elon. I-, I think we've got a name for it, don't we? Elongate? Yeah, I'm going to leave that one with you. Okay. So, <laughs> so... Twitter's largest investor, uh, now known as Elon Musk. The Muskrat himself. You know, it's just weird. It's just odd, right? So he buys 5% of Twitter. You know, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, $3 billion there, I believe it was. Okay. Yeah. And then he buys, well, he he actually um, gets on the board of Twitter.
2: Excellent, excellent. And then
0: he buys 4% more. Excellent. And then he announces it.
2: Well, it's public record, it's public information. Right? Okay.
0: So so here's the Because thing. you
2: have to follow paperwork before you can do something like that. Because he's he has to be registered with the SEC to do it. So technically it becomes public record as long as that paperwork hit the SEC's website by the time he's made that announcement, he
0: should be good. So okay. Alright. Well let, let's talk about this for a minute, okay? He started buying up shares in daily batches starting in January 31st, right? Yep. Um, and because of that, uh, Twitter gave him a, a seat on the board. Um, the regulatory filings for this were not done until uh, after he had purchased 4% more of the company.
2: Yes, But as long as those registrations were done before he made that announcement, still good.
0: No. No? No. Here's the thing. People are saying, people are saying, people, you know people.
2: Eh, people. People are
0: saying that he did something wrong because he bought 5%, got the seat on the board, didn't do any filings until he had purchased 4% more of the company.
2: Okay, I'm okay. still not seeing here, the legal problem the, here.
0: Well, here's the key. Here's the key, right? Twitter jumped 30% after Elon made it public.
2: Once again, it's still public. He's 30%. Just...
0: By the way, they did the filing when he made it public. That's the point, right? So, so that
2: it became, went into the public domain, which means anyone can know about it, which means then it's their opinion to go and buy it. And if they did, then good for them. Yep. It's not like he made the purchase, told a few people, and then basically like announced it on Twitter before the sale was final. He kind of did, though. No, that's, if
0: that's it, the
2: if, thing. if if it was filed with the SEC and they made the announcement on the same day, no call, no foul.
0: Yeah, I see. That's the thing, though. He got the board seat. Then, but he the board seat more. doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Board seats, just like just like the guy Ryan Cohen uh, sits on the board of GameStop, one of our favorite targets. Okay. Um, it shows that he supports Twitter. Twitter jumped 30% when he announced that he was going to be on the board. Okay. And then it dropped 4% when he announced he wasn't.
2: Okay. So the point being is. The point being, why does it matter if you're sitting on a board or not sitting on the board? An announcement is still an announcement, it's still hearsay. And if you buy, that's on you. That's hence riding a hype train.
0: All right, we'll keep an eye on this and hope you keep an eye on it with us, too. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Band's Weekend. No word in the English language is less
1: convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. (laughs) I can probably
2: swim.
0: Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, Okay, now tell me what to do.
2: especially when it comes to drinking and driving.
0: If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Sit down to do a good meal of these picks on Winners and Losers Restaurant Edition. This winter, up 3% is a chain of barbecue restaurants primarily located in the Midwestern United States, serving pork ribs, chicken, beef brisket, and several flavors of barbecue sauce famous dave's symbol bbq starts at 15.91 a share next this winner up one percent operates and franchises restaurants in the united states and internationally its restaurants offer hamburgers cheeseburgers chicken sandwiches nuggets wraps fries salads oatmeal shakes desserts Sundays soft serve cones bakery items soft drinks Coffee and other beverages, as well as breakfast menu, including biscuit and bagel sandwiches, breakfast burritos, hotcakes, and other sandwiches. McDonald's symbol MCD starts at 251.52, and this winter up 0.7% operates as a quick service restaurant company in Canada and internationally. It operates through four segments: Tim Hortons, Burger King. Popeyes, Louisiana Kitchen and Firehouse Subs, restaurant brands international symbol QSR starts at 59.34 a share. Losers this week down 16% this loser develops operates and franchises full service and casual dining restaurants. The company's restaurants primarily offer burgers and shareable pizzas, various appetizers, Salads, soups, sandwiches, seafood, and other entrees, and desserts, wings, milkshakes, alcoholic and non alcoholic specialty drinks, cocktails, wine, and beer. Next, at 15% down, this loser, a restaurant concept company, develops and operates fast casual restaurants. It oper- offers cook to order dishes, including noodles and pasta, soups, salads, and appetizers as of december 28 2021 the company operated 448 restaurants in 29 states which included 372 company locations and 76 franchise locations noodles and company symbol ndls starts at 603 a share and last at 13 percent down this loser owns and operates entertainment and dining venues for adults and families in North America. Its venues offer a menu of entrees and appetizers, as well as a selection of non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages, and an assortment of entertainment attractions centered on playing games and watching live sports and other televised events. Dave and Buster's symbol P-L-A-Y starts at $49.26 a share. Winners and losers is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute advice in trading. Percentages and stock prices were current at time of recording. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is solely responsible for the content of this podcast, but you should seek out the assistance of a licensed professional for investment advice.
1: We're all doing a lot.
0: Royce, have you been watching Berkshire Hathaway lately?
2: Uh, no, I don't usually watch Warren.
0: Okay, so here's the thing about Warren. Right now, apparently, they have a large cash reserve to the tune of a hundred and forty-seven billion dollars.
2: Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this moment to say something. Okay, I actually admire our Warren Buffett for his stance on making sure that. All the companies that he is involved in, all the companies that he runs are always uh, very liquid, very cash flow strong. Like to run a, a successful business, you have to maintain good cash flow. And he has promised his investors, that's why his stocks and stuff do so well, he promised like we will not be, you know, cash strapped. We will have money to be able to make moves when we need to. Right. So that's not a surprise.
0: $147 billion? I like it. So the thing is, is this, right? We, we talked about Elon moving at, with Twitter, okay? Warren is not necessarily traditionally a technology investor. But over the past few years, he snapped up a bit of Apple. He snapped a bit up of, of a, an electric car maker. Um, and Activision Blizzard, we, we kind of had some fun with that, thinking Warren might be a camper in COD. That would be nifty. Uh, however, the Lich King, yeah, however, <laughs> or 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 World of Warcraft, yeah. Um, however, um, he's not necessarily traditionally a tech investor. Now he's invested in HP on more than eleven percent of the company.
2: Yeah, but HP isn't just
0: printers. Yeah, that that's true. That is true. It, it's it's a lot of things. Um, but he did a filing with the SEC that said that he now owns nearly 121 million HP shares, giving it, like I said, uh, giving him and Berkshire Hathaway 11.5% of the company. Yeah. That's pretty amazing.
2: That's, I like it. I like it. Maybe and, I'll grab some, too.
0: You know... Maybe. smart people
2: move together that's why i call it smart money
0: yeah yeah i agree completely uh as we take a look at this we're we're watching a couple of big players right now that are making some interesting investment choices uh elon being one warren being the other kind of our favorite targets i guess yeah uh because they're always in the always in the news you know he bought uh 14.7 million shares in Activision Blizzard and right now they were, were they were worth 9 975 million at the end of 2021 end of trading Monday 1.19 billion that is a nice short-term return you got to love that right yep. uh, had had something to do with the Microsoft deal which by the way happened after Warren purchased his shares not Nothing wrong with that. You know, I guess I'm too much of a conspiracy theorist because it just kind of goes, hmm, that's interesting. Hey, timing, a lot of part about
2: the market is timing the market. A lot of people try to time it and some people just get lucky. So we will
0: definitely be watching uh, HP to see what goes on with the printer maker and. <laughs> Good la- gaming laptops too, by the way. Good gaming laptops.
2: Awesome. So Activision and all this stuff... I'm, I'm picturing a lot of VE coming our way. Could be connected. Arbitrage mm.
1: Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage